what is the best in life? To crush the enemies and see them driven before you and to hear the lamentations of the women. So that's my Amish Conan. Yes, very Amishy Conan. Like, oh no, it's way weirder than that. Jacking off a guy and we uh Six shooters at our size. Just who's gonna say draw first? took your top off and he welcomed you underneath the first skin and you're doing something right or I wouldn't want to keep watching it oh I can already tell it's it's gonna be an interesting one. Oh yeah yep. for you or me or both <laughs> both both I can just tell it's in the air this morning you mean just the moods or the sickness or my allergies or yeah. what? All yep. the ab- All the above. Uh-huh. My sickness and peeling my breakfast right now and... Yep. I... Every day it gets worse here with the cats and me allergic. I'm... I'm... I'm, I'm quarantined in my, in my house and also quarantined in my office pretty much because I'm so allergic to the damn cats. So what happened? How is it that they were supposed to be thought they were supposed to be hypoallergenic and now well, and it was fine for a minute, but now it's not? Well, they are, they are for the most part, but there's still some some of the population that that gets allergic. Me, and I think it's the, we have two of them. And the first one, I think I'm okay with. It's the second one that I think I'm allergic to. She accidentally scratched me just a tiny little bit, barely hurt on my hand today. Oh, big welt. I mean, I'm 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 allergic to her. And I just, yesterday I felt, I, I literally have to carry around an old man hanky. You remember the hankies that you put in your pocket? Your yeah. Cloth hankies? Yeah. yeah. I have to carry one of those around because I blow my nose so much that I, I just, I'm burning through Kleenexes and those are kind of a hot commodity right now. So I'm like, I've got to, re- I got to resort to hankies at this point because I can't quit blowing my nose because of the cat. So I'm like, it's, it's just great. The, the worst possible time in the history of my 45 years on this planet to have a compromised immune system for cats. Because uh-huh. it, 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 it infuriates me. Because I'm trapped in this house and I'm, I, I, I'm trapped. Good times. Can't you quarantine the cat to a certain section of the house or something? No. No. Nope. That would be mean. Yeah, oh, and, oh, and the kids, they, they sound around with these cats so bad. It's just, all it does is, it's just like this blanket of cat fur in the air. Oh. Miserable. But that's, you've got worse problems than I do, so. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be blowing my nose and stuff. I... I mean, literally, it's oh, that's gotten, a change of pace. Yeah, oh, it's gotten worse since since the last week. It just seems like as these cats are growing, I'm getting more and more allergic. <sighs> you? How are you doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, one of my wife's coworkers has tested positive for the corona virus, and all of her coworkers and the, her coworkers' families. Um, have all had the same symptoms. So the health department has been like, well, 
read between reading between the lines of what they said. If you're not deathly ill, we're not going to bother testing you. Just you and your family are on a two-week, 14-day self-quarantine. So we're on day uh, two and a half. Um, uh-huh. uh-huh. And I have all the symptoms, so my, my wife believes she had it two weeks ago. And, uh... I'm. I just kind of started a couple days ago with with the same symptoms that they're all having, Ugh. and uh, yeah, it sucks. And it's not. It's not all the symptoms that you hear about, or I mean, mostly what I hear about is. Uh, what is this? I'm trying to fix my Skype here. Sorry. They say cough and fever. Well, it's more than that. There are more symptoms than that. And if you dig deeper in other news stories, you can find it. But my wife right now, she has. Almost no taste and smell. So anything she eats, it's just like mush. Uh-huh. She's like, I taste nothing. I don't have that problem yet. Uh, I've had, um, and from talking to other people online that have coronavirus, they have the similar things. Uh, sleeplessness. This virus fights you on sleeping. Oh, I had man. one night the other night where it was, I slept in five to 15 minute increments. Just wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Ever, I mean, it would not stop till about seven o'clock in the morning. Then I, I got about 30 straight minutes. Oh, uh, that, that's been brutal. Last night I slept better than I have though. And at all through any of this, uh, the, uh, what was the other one? Oh, increased heart rate. This one's important because it co- seems to come on before other symptoms. Uh, and I noticed this for a week before I had anything. Whereas I'm just laying in bed, I'm not anxious or nothing, and I just feel like, like I can feel my chest vibrating, like, I'm like, what the heck, you know, I'm 40 now, do I need, am I having a heart attack? Uh, I mean, my nothing hurts, but it's just like my heart is racing like I just did a sprint, and that still hap- is still happening from time to time. So if you start feeling that kind of feeling, might be coming on for you, but uh, I believe this thing is spread much, much further than anybody wants to acknowledge um, I mean, they, my, my wife listed off all the relatives of the coworkers that have had all of these symptoms, dozens and dozens and dozens of people. So they've already been through it and come out the other end, you know? Yeah. So, and while the news just broke yesterday that in this County, we've got our first confirmed case. <laughs> yeah. First confirmed. Cause we don't have test kits. So they're yeah. saving them for people that are. Going to the hospital. Yeah. That's why I actually wonder. I mean, back when <laughs> the episode where I was literally coughing my guts out, I I was so sick. I was sick for two weeks. My wife was sick. She still has a dry cough. I I don't know. I mean, it could have been. She, she swears. No, 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 no. It was the flu. It was not COVID-19. And it, I don't know. I don't. Maybe we didn't get tested. I have no idea. I'm hoping. Honest. Well, I hate to say that I hope that I had it, but I kind of do, so it's done. But at the same time, I probably wasn't as as careful, uh, like when I go went to get groceries. But even back at that point, we weren't doing a whole lot because I wasn't feeling good. So, um, but you know, I it's at this point I'm like, well, if I get it, just please let it be a bad flu or better, <laughs> and that's it. So, well, uh, if we're I mean, we're presuming that I, that's what I have based on the symptoms of people who have tested positive. Um, and I'll, I mean, I'll tell you this, I, I don't feel good. 
I feel like shit. I, I still have minor head cold symptoms, which, as you know, causes for drainage, which uh-huh. causes to make me throw up and sour stomach, and so all that's going on, too. But all things being said, that flu I had over Christmas was way worse than this. So, I mean, I have 20... And do you think, is there any possibility that that was, that was it? No, because those symptoms were not, were, were of more of a hardcore flu and not like this. I've been running, uh, every other day I okay. seem to have a low-grade fever. I don't know. Poor connection. Hmm. Yep. Poor connection, of course. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, okay. And it could be on my end, too. I mean, our, See, our, mil- our internet has been very spotty. Well, there's a million people working from home, so... Yeah, I know. Probably a lot of Skype going on. I know. Try to make your windows small, small as I can here. Anyway... So we can't find, uh... We, we can't find any, um... Purell anywhere, so... And this actually works. So you, those of you out there that cannot find any Purell... Uh, if you have any rubbing alcohol, like, yeah, just rubbing alcohol and aloe vera, and um, <laughs> my wife has essential oils, uh, if you put a little bit of cinnamon in with um, rubbing alcohol and uh, aloe vera, I'm not sure what the, the consistency is, but it makes hand sanitizer, and it works, and it actually smells great. Like, I like the smell of cinnamon, and it's just a little bit of cinnamon, like uh, essential oils. So, uh, it works. I mean, it's, it's, I, I like that because we can't find any anywhere. We, you know, just made our own. And I'm like, oh, this feels like I'm, I'm being earthy. I'm being earthy. How's that working out for you? <laughs> oh, wonderful. Just <laughs> wonderful as I, I'm sneezing out cat dust out of my nose. They need an essential oil of the dog piss so the cats stay away from you. Yeah, yes, there you go. <laughs> when our cats eat raw food, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I said this on the on on the podcast before, but they eat raw food, so it's like we have to get like these bricks of ground up meat uh, for these cats, and, and you should see them. It's like they're tiny little tigers eating, like inhaling this stuff, and they're getting more and more aggressive. Like an hour before it's supper time in the evening. They're just getting more aggressive. Um, like these are just these are little Russian tigers that we have <laughs> um, that I'm allergic to. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times. Oh, we'll uh, be talking about some tigers today, sir. Man, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my camera seems. Oh, do you have? By the way, you, what do you have? Any? Uh, so for you, you're going to. I'm assuming. You've got someone that's going to drop off groceries and all that. Because you can go to the grocery store at this point, right? You're done. No, we're done. We can't even, we're not supposed to leave the house. Uh, my, I mean, we make the kids go out and run three laps around our loop when they get too mm-hmm. wound up. Because, I mean, it was it was one thing to yep. be here, but it's another thing to know. You, now you can't even go outside. So, uh, and the wife is trying to exercise. And, I mean, we've got a workout space in the garage. And not me, because I'm just dead ass tired and sick i'm i just lay around all day and watch cops for the most part because you know when you're sick and in a bed and just feeling shitty there's no movie that seems like a good idea i i know i know there's just no movie just bland tv just bland brown paste tv 
That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, anyway, okay, let's get on with this. Already, I can tell this is going to be an exciting, exciting episode. Are you ready for the roulette? Uh, just, it, uh, yeah, I mean, that was barely a bitch sesh. That was almost more of a just depressing sesh. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll do rabbit trail. Maybe we can bitch about something in there. There you go. <coughs> oh, I'm COVID-19. <laughs> and I, I'm ugly hair. I still I got ugly long You're hair. You're cat allergy. <laughs> yeah, I'm cat allergy. Yeah. Sneezy McSneezeworth. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. I got nothing. Dun, 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 sneeze, I, no, I don't sneeze, care. Sneeze. I was just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what what I I don't even know what I watched last week. What it what was it? It's the the even the days are like brown paste, just yeah, blending into each other. It's like I have to I have to really keep track of my calendar. Or I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose it. Uh, okay, this episode of the roulette it is Midsummer up against the room. What year is the room? Because there's like a bunch of the room. Uh, this is, is 2019. Olga Krolenko. Okay. You're up first, sir. Okay. Matt and Kate buy an isolated house. While moving, they discover a strange room that grants them an unlimited number of material wishes. But since Kate has two has had two miscarriages, what they want the most is a child. Mm. As you said with 3022, I think that was the title for your sci-fi movie. The two people on the spaceship mm-hmm. in the dit dit dit. Yep, two people in a house. Here we go again. Uh, low budget, so let's just get two actors, three or four maybe at the most, and plop them in a isolated place so we can keep the budget down. This is this is okay. I mean, I'm, it's okay for what it is, but I'm like you. I'm done with these. I'm I'm done with these movies where it just. Cup, one or two people, isolated place, and here's the MacGuffin. Here's the reason why you're stuck here, and here's what you got to do to get out. And uh, it, this was okay. Uh, it, even Olga Kurlenko, I, which I think she's great, but uh, her acting in this was, eh, and I attribute that 100% to the director, um, 100% because she's a good actress. Uh, it's it's fine. Uh, they find out. I'm, minor spoilers here, but the the couple finds out um, that uh, if you take anything that they're you're asking, like hey, I want a I want ten million dollars, and boom, there's ten million dollars. I want the Mona Lisa painting. Boom, there's a the Mona Lisa painting. If you take it out of the house, it it ages immediately and burns up and crumbles to dust. Um, well, she's she wants a baby, so you can guess. The drama there. Oh, oh the baby okay. Can't. Baby has to stay in the house. Yes, and if the baby leaves, then the baby gets old real fast. And it, I mean, it's ambitious for what obviously is a low budget movie. Um, I don't want to trash it too much, but I just I didn't much care for because I'm just I'm tired of these these movies with the. They could have been plopped in a spaceship, of course, and the, the spaceship has a room that you can wish for anything, and blah blah. blah. It's the same thing. It. Yeah. It's okay. It was for a roulette. I'll I'll watch way worse this year. Um, it's weird to think that the movie Polaroid that I watched here a couple weeks ago, I I actually enjoyed that more than this. 
And that's oh, wow. a tween horror PG-13 movie, but I don't know. I just, hour and 40 minutes, I'm like, ah, this is an hour and 15. This is, this is actually, actually take that one step further. This is like a 30 minute Twilight Zone episode here, but mm. drug out to an hour and 40 minutes. And then just the middle section just, it just went, oh, on oh, as the, the couple was bickering because of the baby and, oh, and then they, let's get all, dressed up because we can have anything we want in this house and screw our brains out. Ugh. It went on. You could have, seriously, this could have been a 30-minute, a pretty darn good 30-minute Twilight Zone type episode of something or other. But it wasn't. Hour and 40 minutes. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> One and done. Alright, on my side. Midsummer. How do you say this? Midsummer. Midsummer. I've just been saying midsummer. Hey. Okay. <laughs> A couple travels to Sweden to visit a rural hometown's fabled Midsummer Festival. What begins as an idyllic retreat quickly dissolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. Directed by Ari Aster, who directed... Hereditary? Hereditary? There you go, Hereditary. Didn't I, didn't I, didn't I used to call that Heredity or something? Yeah. <laughs> or didn't I say... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You called it a lot of different things. I did. Why Robert Pattinson. Yes. Um, my man. Yeah, th- this was a good movie. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked it better than Hereditary. I thought the story was planned out better mm. than Hereditary. Um, it's just gory as all hell. Uh, I like that they're drugging the people. That makes it a little bit more believable. But even towards the... When we get start getting to the third act... I start going, uh, I mean, the, the story is still good. The movie is still good. It's fine. But it's one of those things where at a certain point, when do you just fucking leave? You know what I mean? Are you uh-huh. so clueless? Yeah. Are you so clueless to the environment that you see, have found yourself in? Um, Pretty much immediately, you know that it's something's not quite right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I And you don't have to be a horror connoisseur to know... I don't know. It just when when the first couple deaths happen. Now, right there, when the couple of visitors start freaking out, and then oh yeah, one left, and then the other one, we helped them go find the other person, and then they both left. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool, good, yep, okay, see you guys tomorrow. Good night. Bye. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I am out and I am gone. And they are going to wake up and never see me again. Um, and I know that there probably had guards out there in the woods so people couldn't leave, you know, but they never explored any of that kind of stuff. There's nobody tried to leave until it was very apparent they were going to try to leave, you know, where they were just like freaking out and like, I want to go. I want to go. Okay. Okay. You can go. We took her to the train station too. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. Hey, do you want to do some drugs? Okay. Like, what? You know, at a certain point, when the house tells you, get out, you get the fuck out. Uh (laughs) And if you're going to ignore all the warning signs, then I can't help what's about to happen. Um, Yeah. uh, But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Other, If you suspend some disbelief of how a normal person would act, then I could, you know, I enjoyed it. 
Very hardcore, though. I don't know how often I'd rewatch that. Uh, now let's go spoiler about the ending. Yes. I haven't seen the director's cut, but you have. Mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I took it to believe that she was going to stay there. Correct. And this is her new, this is her new family. Correct. There, I believe that in the director's cut, there is a lot more drama with her boyfriend and the other guy that's going to do the same thesis. And then even like there's, there's more of that and there's more conflict with her and the boyfriend. Um, it's a long movie. I can't, I like, it felt very, obviously it felt very fleshed out to me. The, the extended cut, I can't see anything that would have been worth cutting out, even though it's, I mean, it's a really long movie, but I loved it. Um, but I think it, much like Dr. Sleep, I think just a lot of stuff was just fleshed out more. Mm. Uh, so I, I'm not sure, like your version, I, did it feel like it should have explained a little bit more? Cause maybe it did no. in the director's. No, not to me. Okay. I was fine with it. Okay. It was, it was plenty long for me. But you did like it though? How'd you, yeah. What'd you think about the, the, the old people that were like, bye, pew, Yeah. Off when, the cliff? when he showed up on the cliff, I was like, he's gonna jump. And, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. And I'm not sure the reasons why, but they're going to freak out. And they jumped and it was gory as hell. And I was like, OMG. And then the next one went and, and kind of just like shuffled yeah. off the cliff. And I was like, Oh, what are you doing? What are you, what? That was a bad decision, sir. And I was right. That was a bad decision. He missed the rock or glanced off it. And yeah, I was like, Oh, oh no. And that was, was like, there a oh, compound that- fracture in that. Yep, and that's what the hammer's for. And yep. <laughs> oh, Good he just movie. doesn't shy from that gore. I oh, know. It's so rough. Oh, your dogs. There's bound to be tons of dogs barking. If it happens, just ignore it. And okay. I'll cut it out as much as I can. As soon as she comes down, the dogs in here are going to freak out because they think somebody's here. And he's going to do exactly what I told him not to do, and he's going to go let the dog out so she can go outside and just bark, 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 and they never let him uh-huh. in. So until I have to yell at him. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, next round. Okay, first up for you is The Occupant, Netflix movie 2020, uh, Javier Munoz, I guess, once a, success, a successful executive makes the fateful decision to leave his home, which he and his family can no longer afford. Um, there you go. I, something. Uh, next up is a movie called Altered Carbon, Resleeved from 2020, hour and 14 minutes. Uh, on the planet, Latimer, uh, Takeshi Kov- Kovacs must protect a tattooist while investigating the death of a Yakuza boss alongside a non, a no nonsense, a, uh, uh, (laughs) alongside a no nonsense CTAC. That actually sounds quite good. And lastly is a movie that, um, I don't know why I've never seen this, but I thought I'd throw it your way. Uh, the uh, the first two are on Netflix, and this was uh, this one here is on Canopy. Compliance from 2012. This is based on a true story. Uh, normal Friday service at a fast food restaurant becomes interrupted by a police officer who claims an employee stole from a customer, but something more sinister is going on. Um, this this premiered at the Sarasota Film Festival when I was living down there and working for the film festival, and there were walkouts. People were so bothered and upset by this movie that. Uh, 
Now there were some walkouts. People were like, "It's that's a bit much." So I, I've never seen it, but I want to. Um, so there, Pat Healy's in it, and I quite like him. So there you go. There's your three. Nice. Oh, a friend of mine, good buddy Dave, just sent me a message and said, "I'll social distance this to you." You just got a code of something. Rise of Skywalker. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll buy it. Uh, <laughs> or you could just use my voodoo, you know, like a... No, like I gotta users. own it. I, I gotta own it. <laughs> uh, awesome. The thing is, I'll probably, uh, buy the, I'll probably buy the disc, but whatever. <sighs> okay, coming your way. First up, Daniel Isn't Real on Shudder. I think this was on Canopy, too. I almost threw it your way a couple of times, but then I... Just didn't. Uh, troubled Luke suffers a violent family trauma and resurrects his childhood imaginary friend to help him cope. Charismatic and full of energy, Daniel helps Luke to achieve his dreams before pushing him into a desperate fight for his own soul. Uh, next up, After Midnight on Hoopla. This one, I think, sounds pretty up your alley. Ten years into his small-town storybook romance with Abby, Hank suddenly wakes up to an empty home. With nothing but a cryptic note to explain why she left, Hank's charmed life begins to fall apart. To make matters worse, Abby's disappearance seems to trigger the arrival of a ferocious creature that crawls out of the old grove on the edge of his property. And lastly, The Decline on Netflix. An accident at a remote training camp leaves a group of survivalists bitterly divided and caught in a brutal fight for their lives, and I'm sure that'll be a Ten Little Indians kind of scenario. At least that's what it sounds like to me. Okay, what do you want? Um, man, uh, that decline. Ooh, that does sound good. Um, mm. come on, Netflix, work. Oh, I can just tell that like everybody is on, uh, on their yep. computers right now. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Netflix isn't working for me. Great, great. Um, as much as I want to, I, I'm going to take Daniel isn't real this round, but um, please throw the decline my way again because that is like that's neck and neck. I'm going to try to not watch that uh, before next episode so that I could have okay. that on a roulette. That sounds really, really good. Okay, and I'm going to take. Altered Carbon resleeved. Uh, I liked the first series or the first um, season of Altered Carbon. I thought it was awesome. And they've got a new season out. I haven't started yet because I've been sick. So I'm <clears> like, <throat> I'm not going to be in the mood for that, even though it's just incredible sci-fi craziness. Uh, so I'll, maybe I'll take the anime and that's supposed to be kind of in between the two, I think. And then uh, maybe that'll light a fire under my sick ass to get part two started. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, there you go. Next episode, it'll be Daniel Isn't Real up against Altered Carbon Resleeved. Rabbit Trail! <laughs> Here come the birthdays! Oh, actually, you bring here we for go, me, buddy. Um, so I'm sure that by now you've heard. This is uh, no surprise, but Ghostbusters 
That's 2021. And I think all Sony titles pretty much have been Morbius. getting bumped. Yeah, Morbius. That's the other one. Bumped. That's not any surprise to me. I mean, Top Gun hasn't yet. Uh, I don't know about you, but at this point, I'm not itching to go back to the theater anytime soon. Like, I, the whole social, Judas Priest, Eugene. The whole social distancing thing, um, has me to, like, last night I went to get takeout from Old Carolina Barbecue. My wife was like, like, you've got to get out of the house. Cause you're going stir crazy. And <laughs> I was. I'm like, you know what? I'll go get some barbecue. Uh, but even going there, uh, I mean, the, the guy that gave me the food, he just, we just looked at each other like, you know, we were just like having our, you know, our six shooters at our size. Just who's going to say draw first? <laughs> It just, uh, not a good, not a good transaction. And I'm like, oh, I know you're scared. I'm scared. Everybody's scared. This sucks. And I don't even like to go into restaurants at this point, much less a movie theater. So I, at this point, I would say scrap summer. Just summer's done. Let's the, the low budget ones drop onto streaming. The big budget ones, that's the winter or next summer and suck it up world, I guess. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I want to see these movies, and I had picked oh, Morbius in the Fantasy League, and now it's gone. Top Gun's uh, still hanging around, but I can't. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine. Yep. Um, mm. Even even if the things start to get better pretty quickly, I still can't imagine people are. There's gonna be a lot of people that while they want to get out, they're also not gonna be want. They're not gonna want to be in an enclosed space with, you know, several hundred other people. Right. I think. Unless you're a mega church, then hey, pack it, pack them in. Oh, pack them in there. It's all right. The oh. guy on TV uh, said it's over. Yeah. <sighs> um, yep. Well, that was that was what was on my list too. Is talk about Ghostbusters and Morbius. But uh, I mean, we do have some big ones today: Ian McGregor, Christopher Walken. No, oh, so you're bringing the Richard Chamberlain. Yeah, Richard Aww. Chamberlain, man. King Solomon's Mines. King, uh, yep, King Solomon's Mines, and the other one. Uh, what was it called? The uh... I don't know, but I that I have that MGM big box of King Solomon's Mines, and I found awesome. another one. I have another one, and I bought it, hoping it was the sequel, but it was King Solomon's Mines. So if you want a copy of King Solomon's Mines big box, I've got all repaired for you. If you want, that's. Well, I remember that thing on. Yeah, I, I I remember watching that thing growing up, and I mean it's awful. But it's canon greatness. <laughs> oh, it's funny and Sharon Stone and <laughs> wasn't there a there is there is a sequel to that Good though stuff. right with um I know there is I just don't know what it's called poor Skype connection reconnecting oh yeah you're frozen with a shitty grin on your face <laughs> oh are you back hey here we are um. Hmm. Oh, I'm just moving on to recently watched. Uh, unless you have more news. Um, well, I was actually wondering what, uh, just going on this whole social distancing stuff. Like, I, there's a couple concerts that I was planning on going to, one of which was Megadeth and Lamb of God. Uh, I, I just wonder at what point, like, are they just going to scrap the whole summer concert slate? Because summer's, that's big concert season. I, I know that. Rage Against the Machine bumped some of their concert dates, but I wonder, like, are are they going to just cancel all this stuff? My Motley Crue concert, like, 
that's a huge concert that there a lot of these stadiums sold out, and that's a, I don't know. That's I'm just wondering how this will affect that because obviously it's it's affected sporting events now. WrestleMania, not that I mean I don't I don't watch WrestleMania, but those are done in huge arenas or huge stadiums. They're gonna film it empty. I, I, like some location, just like, why, why would you even do that? I, and it's super exciting when you hear the crowd go nuts after, you know, yeah. the song, just it's silence. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm so, but, but anyway. you can't have people gathering like that. That's the worst case scenario. One thing I had somebody ask me, it was uh, when I was telling them about my situation, they said, Oh, was somebody, um, was somebody overseas recently? I was like, I wanted to be like, dude, that town where this came from, what I have, is a tenth the size of the town I live in. And the town I live in is a pissant small town. No, it's here. People go to Florida, went to Florida on spring break, and they came back all over the country and just all along the way. Two weeks later, that you're going to start having symptoms. How many people yeah. did you talk to in those two weeks? All those people went and talked to other people. And you might not see symptoms for two weeks. That's why. It's already everywhere. The only thing... Well, look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. That's just testing, motherfuckers. Uh, that's just testing. And they're testing very little. So, it's... I got off track. What was? What did we start talking about? <laughs> uh, oh, concerts. Uh, concerts, so, yes. So, getting people together in that kind of situation, that's just untenable, man. I just don't see how you can possibly do that. Yeah. Um, Especially a metal show where there's, like, standing room, like the pit like can you imagine <laughs> just how how much this would spread if one person in that mosh pit had it it everybody's got it everybody's Everybody got then. it yep and of course and, i've got pit tickets <sighs> oh i you wouldn't be in there um, no i wouldn't uh but i don't know some people still aren't getting it i just saw on the schedule today somebody was leaving for florida it's just like you got to be kidding me for what? At this point, for I, what? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I, my brother-in-law, he uh, does like furnace repair and stuff. And they want to shut him down, but the health department won't let him, kind of. Like, his boss wants to be shut down, but the health department won't because fixing people's furnaces and stuff, you know, if it's cold, that's important. Oh, um, yeah? So they're do running skeleton crews and keeping everybody apart and wearing masks and rubber gloves and rubber booties and stuff. And he said, you know, the one place I went to, out where I, close to where I live, I walked in like that and the guy started laughing at me. Are you serious? Give me a break. This is so dumb. Da, 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 da. He said, then I went to this other place that was not around here where I live, somewhere else. And said, <clears> yes, <throat> t the woman opened the door and he said, yeah, sorry, we're trying to be safe. She's like, thank you so much. I will stay as far away from you as humanly possible. I've disinfected my entire house. Please come in. I'll, you know. Good. That's the way you should be handling it, not mocking yeah. it. It's, but they, I'm telling you, dude, they don't care around there. It's not, they're not going to change in here in this town until it's on their doorstep. They're just not going to. They had, they had to send out another notice. Assholes. The playgrounds and the basketball courts are closed because people kept climbing over the cautions tape to go play basketball. And it's not even nice out. It's been no, miserable it's and awful rainy out. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to show oh, them. So America. So just gimme, gimme, gimme right now. Yep. 
But uh, we're do- I'm not sure about you guys, but we are doing like we. The only reason we leave this house is for groceries or the occasional takeout. But even that, like after last night's takeout, I'm like, eh, good making food here. Uh, that like was wasn't a good interaction, and I didn't really want to be inside that place. I mean, I work. Literally, so they I don't have curbside. On. They don't have curbside drop off. No, you had to walk into the place. Uh, yeah, some of them I'll, do. I'll, some of them have curbside, but. All the places in this town down the street, they have curbside. So you can order it and then go park and then they'll bring it out. I just don't know how the money thing works. If you're not already set up online for payment, yeah. what, then I give you my card and then you take it in and bring it back. Right there it is. Right there it is. Or money. Yeah. Like, here's here's my dollar bills. Now you, yeah. I, well, for the last two weeks, we've been, uh, well, my wife, the only place she went, well, the only place she went was to that tiny little office with those six or seven other people mm-hmm. while they were still waiting to get the results. And uh, now, um, well, like for the last two weeks, the only thing we did too is groceries or takeout. And it's here. So we tried to be as careful as possible, but it's here. And now for the next two weeks, we can't even leave the house. So yippee. are you, are, are your kids like, are you concerned at all that the kids might get it or is it just. It is what I mean, it is. There's not a whole. She's already had it two weeks ago, and now I got it two weeks after her. How yeah. could they not have it by now? Uh, or at least be exposed to it? It's just... Yeah. We got to wait these next two weeks out and hope that I clear up. Because, I mean, at this point, I'm probably the most at risk, right? I'm the oldest one. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't, I'm not really immunocompromised other than being an alcoholic. <laughs> but, <laughs> Same here. <laughs> and my allergies uh, now even, too. Even that, I I've, I've barely been doing. I've barely been drinking because I'm you know I don't feel good, so I'm not. I might I yeah. have one in the evening maybe, but it, it's no fun when you're feel like shit. Yeah, I agree. And just like you said, like with with movies and such and stuff, it's like man, when I was sick, which I could have had this. I I was awful. I was so sick. Um. I didn't, I didn't want to watch anything. This, what's something bland on TV that I can watch and just, it's background, nothing to pass the time. I don't want to watch anything. So. That's where, that's where Pluto TV comes in great because they have lots of programming of just stuff like that. That's, can be entertaining without being, uh, you don't have to be too picky. This morning I was watching something yeah. called, uh, Yukon Men or Mountain Men or something about guys surviving up in the Yukon. Fascinating, you know, Perfect. hunting, building yeah. trees, tree houses, and again, I've been watching a lot of cops, but that gets depressing because you know they catch a guy and he's, why'd you run? Why'd you run? Well, they were beating me up for no reason. Oh, really? They were beating you up for no reason? You know, we got dash cams, right? I wasn't resisting. Let's go check the dash cam. You go look at the dash cam, and um, yeah, it kind of looked like they were beating him up before he even resisted. He started resisting after you started choking him without telling him anything. Uh, they just take the smallest movement of, okay, please turn around. Oh, okay, what's going on? Well, what I'm going to do is, what's that? And then they'll, like, turn their head like, I can't hear you, or I'm just, you know, you are used to looking a person in the eye when you're talking yeah. to them, not them talking to the back of your head. So they do do a little move like that, like, oh, like, what is going on? And the cop just slams him on the hood and starts choking him out. And it's like, and then the cops are watching the video and they go, yep, oh, resist, he's resisting all the way. I don't know what he's talking about. It's like, okay, sure, if you I, if you say so. Uh, 
Uh, are these old, like the old school of... cop shows? Yeah, yeah. Huh. And they're most of the time the cops are right, but there are still when I see, come across one like that, and I'm sick, I'm like, Ugh. moving on to something else. Nature shows. Yeah. They got a nature show that's 4K channel. Um, just a lot of good stuff like that. Cars and uh, there's a cars channel and. Uh, Chef, something. Sh- I'm sure there's some cooking stuff. Cooking stuff is always good, unless you're like bunch food of grosses them. me out. No, bunch of them. Food doesn't gross me out. That, another side effect of this: absolutely no appetite. The other day, my entire diet was two crackers and an orange. Oh uh, man! Yesterday it was. Oh, what did I have? Did I have anything for breakfast? What did I eat yesterday? Did I eat anything yesterday? I know for dinner I had a fourth of a grilled cheese sandwich and about six spoonfuls of tomato soup. I just, it's not that my stomach's upset at all. My stomach's not upset at all. I just, I have no appetite. I'm not hungry. I just, I just want to drink water. I just want to chug ice water all day long, but I can't because if you drink too much water, it makes you throw up. Wonderful. (laughs) Uh, It's great. It's great. Okay, let's get on to recently watched. At least we have All right. something. Maybe can make something funny out of this. <laughs> shit. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm up first. Correct. I don't. I don't care if it ends up being a shorter show because I. It, it, I, I. I can only sit up for so long. I need to lay down. Gotcha. Um, yeah, you're well, up first. I'm not going to be able. To, okay, Malabimba. Uh, I talked about this one a while ago on the show. But uh, since then, I I have obtained the uh, new Vinegar Syndrome release of the uh, Andre Bianchi Andre Bianchi Smut Classic. I guess uh, it's still. You remember when I talked about Malabimba, yeah. the malicious the malicious horror? Yeah, it's oh, it's such an awful movie, but it's one of those awful great movies. The acting is terrible, and the it's just. Yeah, it's like, let's, hey, hey, let's do the exorcist uh, ripoff, but let's, let's make it a porn. Cause that's kind of what it is. <laughs> it's just, it's the guy that made Burial Ground made a porn exorcist knockoff in Italy in the seventies. And it's, oh, it's bad, bad, but good. Lots of, lots of, uh, jacking off a guy in a wheel. Uh, <laughs> There's lots of stuff in there. Lots of stuff. Um, oh, and it's, and it's got one of those wonderfully abrupt endings to where like, okay, things are winding. Oh, Finn. Okay. We're done. We are, we're done. We just ended. Um, but it's good. Kind of, I guess. Um, so there's that. That's Malabimba. I own it. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, just because just how depressing times are now. I'm like, I need, I need positive, something good, positive. And so um, I'm beginning the Star Trek series again. And it's just therapeutic. There's certain, like, I watched 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later, Dawn of the Dead 04. And even though those are great for the times that we're living in, but they are also kind of relevant. Whereas I'm like, I need something positive, And that is, that is Star Trek, even more so than Star Wars. There's something about the old school Star Trek movies, uh, not just the Kirk 
era, but also Picard stuff that it just, it sheds a positive light on our future where for the most part we're working together and it's just great. I can't possibly see that ever happening at this point with, with how things are going, but you never know. Uh, I started with Wrath of Khan because I'm like, oh, I'm going to do the Genesis trilogy. Uh, and Wrath of Khan is, it's great. But after Wrath of Khan, I'm like, well, shit, I, I can't avoid my favorite Star Trek movie of all time, which is the motion picture. So I, after Wrath of Khan, I did rewatch the motion picture and it's simply other than 2001, I would say that's my favorite pure science fiction movie. Uh, much like 2001, there's not a lot of action in it, but it's just outer space, big ideas. Uh, that's what I, th- I think of as science fiction. I love the action stuff. Wrath of Khan is action. But this is just pure science fiction. The special effects hold up fantastic still to this day for the motion picture. Which is interesting because as the series went on, or at least the middle couple, uh, three, four, and five, I'm looking at you. The effects are... <laughs> They kind of get back. I haven't. I haven't watched five and six yet, which five should probably happen tonight. But it's just interesting how the seventies one. The special effects are are grand. They're huge. Uh, but I loved it. I loved the first one. I, I I think at this point I am so familiar with the theatrical cut that I'm not even sure. It's been so long since Robert Weiss one he passed away, but two that his. DVD version of his director's cut was put out, which I, I'm just, I'm simply not going to watch it. I want a remastered Blu-ray version. Well, I don't even know if that's going to come out. The special effects for the, the director's cut were rendered in, uh, 480p, which is DVD standard. So they would literally have to do all of those effects over again and re-render them in high def or 4K or whatever. How so much, I don't even know if they're, how much longer is the director's cut? I believe it's shorter, actually. They, they, he cut a bunch of stuff out just to make oh. it a little bit tighter. Um, but oh, then he no, added I'm some effects. Then. Yeah, I, I, and I, every now and then I will like, actually after this, I was like, okay, what, what am I missing again on the director's cut? Like the effects. So I went to YouTube. They're all on YouTube and they compare like old versus new. And it's interesting as the years tick by, I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? Some of those CGI effects that were done for this. Like, I'm okay with the models. I'm okay with the original because those are still in-camera effects or whatever. Yeah. And now I'm looking at just like like uh, Star Wars, Phantom Menace and those movies. Or not Phantom Menace. Uh, the original trilogy when Lucas redid some yeah, of those effects. Right. But, it's, like, but it, it's, awful. it's also off-putting when you, it goes to super crazy nowadays CGI out exterior and then it goes to cuts to interior... 70s. 70s and it's like ha huh, it doesn't it doesn't match up yeah yeah so i'm perfectly okay with director's cut if the or for the theatrical cut if the director's cut would ever come out i would want to give that one a rewatch but i i love the pacing of the uh theatrical cut i i know that one of the things that was changed was when kirk and um scotty are first uh first getting ready to dock with the enterprise and that takes a long time uh, because at that point, everybody had just 
gone by the TV show, which we know the Enterprise. And I had to think, like, how would that be to be in the 70s or whatever, and you have this big-budget Star Trek movie coming out, and here is a legit, awesome-looking Enterprise. And it's like you could just tell they really wanted to focus on that Enterprise and the flyby. It takes a long time, but... I thought it's, I think it's great. I just sit back, pour myself a drink. Like, let's just have beautiful music and just, just stroll around the Enterprise. It's great. Yep. I agree. I love it. Anyway. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the show that everybody's talking about. I hope you've watched it. Uh, Tiger King. Not yet because of Star Trek. (laughs) Ah. Well, that's going to really limit what I can talk about because um, there, every single episode, and you're going to watch this. You have to watch this. Everybody has watched it's, this, yeah. Except for as soon for as you. is done, I am. Uh, yeah, it's um, a rivalry between big cat eccentrics takes a dark turn when Joe Exotic, a controversial animal park boss, is caught in a murder for hire plot. And I didn't really know what to expect from this. I just heard everybody was saying, "Oh, Tiger King, you got to see it." All right. I'll hit play. This is so up your alley. Oh, you're going to enjoy the shit out of this, sir. You remember Don't Fuck With Cats? Uh-huh. This is crazier. This is this uh-huh. is crazier. Oh, this is this is crazier by a good stretch. Uh But is it is it a, is it a like a thriller type or is there like like what's going to happen? Oh yeah. Every episode there is something dropped where you're Wait, what? That's what's going on? And then you go to the next episode, and it focuses around somebody different or whatever, and how they interacted with this Tiger King guy. And then, what? He had a TV show? Okay. And then, I can't tell you all the things that would pull you in. Because they don't reveal certain things until, like, episode three. And I want you to go in not knowing that about him until episode... You know, they're just things about him. Uh, I mean... The, these uh, they also talk to other people that own big cats and big cat museums. Uh, a couple of these other people down there, they're wackadoos, man. They are nuts, out of control, insane. And I, I don't know how they weren't all arrested when this stuff was happening, in, like in the nineties, two thousands. I don't know how they weren't all arrested. It, it's it's lunacy. Uh, <sighs> But it is what it is. You, I will talk about it again after you've watched it all. Um, the only thing I will say this uh, about it that as a negative is where Don't Fuck With Cats had a re- resolved ending. And this one didn't mm-hmm. quite. It did some, but not. it didn't answer the one question that everybody really wanted answered. But it was something that ha- was, how do I put this without spoiling anything? Uh, they spent one episode on a story because uh, they kind of do that. Each episode is on a certain story aspect. It's it, and then it moves on to the next okay. thing or it moves on <clears throat> to the next guy. And this one was fascinating, but at the very end of it, they didn't, they don't have an answer. It's a mystery. And you're like, well, maybe we'll find out by the end of the show. They'll go back to that. And they don't because it's a, it's a mystery. They, it, they don't know. And, Oh, that's what most everybody on the internet is saying. I want resolution on this, damn it. But hey, sorry, nobody has resolution on it. It's just the way it is uh, for now. Uh, anyway, it was a fantastic watch and I would don't start it 
like uh, with the mindset of I'll just squeeze in an episode here before I go to bed. Don't do that. That would be a very bad decision. Oh, really? Because I was. Oh shit! That's what. I was oh, on don't doing. do that because uh, I, I, the kids have been in front of the TV a lot, obviously. But we at one point. The wife and I were just sick of listening to Minecraft and whatnot. And it was like, you know what, guys? Go play upstairs in your room. Me and Mom are going to watch something. And it was, oh, 8 o'clock. And I hit play on this. And we watched an episode. And we immediately watched a second episode. And then the boys came down. And it was, you know, it's 9 o'clock. It's bedtime. Can we watch some TV before bed? Nope. Go to bed. And we stayed up till almost midnight and watched the whole damn thing. I mean, we just burned uh. <laughs> through every freaking episode. And even to the point, we got to the, there was one episode left and my wife was like, I have to go to bed. And I went, bullshit. Um, I'm, I, I'm finishing this up. I, I want this done. Uh, so at least give yourself time to watch two or three episodes. Uh, okay. Not saying you'll burn it all. Uh, how long is each dress? And how many episodes? Is I'm, it ten? I'm, I think it was seven. Six or seven. Seven episodes. Okay. How long are they? Uh, I think they were like 45 minutes. Oh, the whole show is five hours, 17 minutes. <laughs> uh, yep. And everybody that I've talked to online has been saying the same thing. Yeah, I hit play on this. Didn't go to bed till 2 a.m. Because <laughs> they watched the entire thing. Wow. But. So, like, uh, like, don't fuck with cats. It's probably very, because that was very well made, very cinematic. Is this similar to that? Yes. The, the, the documentary construction is very well done. Um, but, un, I mean, unlike that, there's no one to root for. You're not really rooting for anybody in this. Because everybody's a freak. And it just gets freakier and freakier with every episode. You're like, there's no way this could be real. And then you go to the next episode and it's like, oh no, it's way weirder than that. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you'll see. You'll see. I, I don't want to spoil a darn thing for you. Okay. Next up, uh, from 2019, Mimics with Keanu Reeves. I got this one. Uh, somebody gave me, uh, I think it was Dave, gave me the uh, Voodoo Code 4. And I wasn't wild on the trailer, but I thought, ah, you know, it's in my Voodoo. Why not just give it a watch? Of course, there's a million movies with Mimic in the title, so IMDb can't find it. Was this, this got a theatrical release? I think it did. Oh, IMDb is slow going. I typed in Keanu, and it said no results found. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Found some. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Not Mimics. Replicas. That's my fault. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was, it was something like that. Replicas. That's it. A scientist becomes obsessed with bringing back his family members who died in a traffic accident. Okay, that's a short way of it. Uh, Keanu Reeves, Alice Eve, and three kids. So, uh, I thought from the trailer, uh, okay, I see how this is going to go. And a lot of the stuff that I'm, I'll say, I'm not going to spoil anything. So the stuff that I'm going to say was in, okay. was in the trailer. But he's trying to 
develop a system where they have a synthetic brain and a robot and they bring in a soldier who died and then they imprint his brain onto the synthetic brain and then they have a new body. It's full robot body, but then they can live and still, you know, go be a soldier again. But as soon as the thing keeps waking up, it fritzes out and kills itself. It can't, it's not working. Uh, and so then he's driving around and they're, oh, you've got to get this working or you're going to lose your funding. You know how, okay, I'll buy the numbers. So then he goes for a weekend with the wife and three kids. And of course it's a rainy night and swerves and ends up in a lake and all whole family dead him dragging the wife and kids out of, Oh, it was that part. I was like, come on, how far do you have to go? My God, that's awful. Uh, but he gets one of his coworkers to, from a different department to come help him. Uh, it's like the cousin of his wife or his cousin or some shit. And they take the bodies back to his basement. And apparently the cousin is in uh, the cloning department. So he said, that's, we need, I need you to make clones of my wife and kids. And that gives me, while they're growing, that'll give me 17 days to solve this problem of the brain mapping. And of course it works out and he gets, but the, uh, Okay. There was a Sophie's Choice. There was a Sophie's Choice moment in there that was really hardcore. That was, we only can get three pods. So you need four. We can only get three. So one of your family members has got to die. Has got to go. Is not going to be back. And they struggle and it was that was pretty. I was like, whoa! I didn't see dealing with that in this kind of movie, but. That was pretty interesting. That was pretty interesting. And he, I think he went into the other's memory and deleted the little girl, for, or the, the whichever one he, of the kids he picked or uh, whatever, from their memory. And then issues ensue, issues ensue, but that last third of that movie all went in directions that I did not expect it to go. I thought we'd be doing an Arnold Sixth Day kind of cloning thing, uh, and it didn't do any of those kinds of things. And the who the villains were it, it went completely different than I thought it would be, and how, the final outcome of everything was was not at all how I expected it to go, and it actually turned out to be worth a watch. A uh, great movie, fantastic, no, but it was worth a watch, and it's one that I would probably rewatch again in the future. So if you're ever kind of bored and looking for it, I'll give it. I'll tell you this: it's too long, hour forty seven minutes. This is an hour and a half movie, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. bring, just reel it in a bit on your establishing shots of your, uh, of your, this is where I work, establishing shot, establishing shot. It's like, I get it. Get on with it. This isn't the Matrix. You're not that good. Uh, okay. But anyway, Replicas mm-hmm. 2019. Not the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Back to you. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Finally got to watch Underwater. Oh. This is the 2020 Underwater Creature Feature with Kristen Stewart, Vincent Cassell, T.J. Miller, directed by William Eubank, and I loved this movie. Uh, I, I, I echo every single thing that you said. I, um, I, I actually, when it was done, I rewatched the last 10-15 minutes of it because it was so badass. Uh, and Kristen Stewart was so badass. She was great in this movie. Great in this movie. I loved the last line of the movie. Let's light this shit up. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
creatures are cool in it. And I, you know, I gotta say, I was, I was a bit concerned when this was released. I'm like, hour and 33 minutes and PG 13. Eh. The runtime is perfect, I think. I actually quite like that they don't mess around. That three minutes in and here we go. Let's go. Uh, along the way, we kind of get to know the characters and I'm fine with that. I, I don't need more backstory. I think I got enough. My thing would be, uh, I feel like this could have been R-rated because there are some, some kills in here that are pushing PG-13, but they're still PG-13. And I, I like my underwater creature features like Leviathan, Deep Star 6, uh, Endless Descent. Uh, but that's a minor quibble. I was, I was still perfectly okay with that. Uh, TJ Miller, much like you said, didn't bother me. I actually, it felt like he was kind of, kind of, uh, doing his version of a, uh, Bill Paxton Hudson, uh, character yep. from Aliens. It felt a little bit like that. Like he was kind of, kind of wimpy, but not, yep. you know what I mean? Like sarcastic and whatever. Uh, and I, I also liked it when, uh, you know, here's the cast. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, by the way, here's Vincent Cassell. And he is such a great actor. He just oozes cool. Uh, everybody was great in the movie. I, I thought it was great. I can't wait to, uh, hopefully own the Blu-ray at some point, which I will. This is definitely one that I want on my shelf, but big thumbs up. I think that it was, uh, it's just too bad that movies like this get, just dumped into January or whatever and just die a quick death. Cause this was a good movie. Yep. I agree. I agree. Right. I could have used it a little bit longer and definitely more R rated just for why not. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to watching it when I'm, when I'm not watching like a, a borderline VHS DVD rip. <laughs> that will be, that'll be nice. Yeah. So I can actually see yep. what the hell is going on at the ending, <laughs> but that's on me. Yeah. And here's what's, here's what's interesting though is like, and I, I, I am with you. Like, I could go with a little bit longer version of this, but I like the fact that this movie was good enough to where I wanted more. So often, like you said with Replicas, it's like, uh, there's a good movie in there, but it's 15 minutes too long in my movie, The Room. It's like, eh, that's a Twilight Zone episode, drug out to an hour and 40. Yeah. That's borderline unforgivable, but the movies that are a little too short, I'm like, that's, you're doing something right, or I wouldn't want to keep that's watching right. it. That's right. Um, so I did watch Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan. Okay, I want to guess. I just, so I just marked down Star, Star Trek, Trek 1, Wrath 2, 3, 4. Is that all you've watched? Okay, because I finished, yep, I finished part 4 this morning and part 5 will be tonight. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure where you stand on all the Star Trek movies, but I think the motion picture is your favorite, but, uh, as much as I, and I still love part 4, it's funny, it's lighthearted, but, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, I'll take the other ones that are outer space based and future based instead of going back in time to the eighties and the whales and every time it's still good. We've it's, had this conversation before and I say that every time it's still good, but it's going to be the bottom of the the barrel for me because, oh, isn't it funny walking around in the eighties and it's like, no, get back to the whales and stuff. Like I, I, it's funny that that stuff is so annoying that when they actually get to, hey, we're flying whales and time traveling spaceships, you're like, okay, good, good, uh, please do that, because uh, yeah. I don't even remember what the point was. Their future life forms of or alien life forms or 
I, uh, yeah, and they communicate with the whales or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a MacGuffin. To, it's yeah. Uh, I do uh, get a kick out of though. It was still good though. I still I do get a kick out of when engineering is bumping into current day engineering, and um, Scotty gives them the code for plastics or something, and uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and Bones is like, "You, what, what does he call them? Uh, <laughs> barbarians." When they're flushing kidneys or some shit, <laughs> gives her a pill and she grows a new yeah. kidney. <laughs> uh-huh. It's funny. I mean, it's and you, you know, I like that cast so much that it's kind of cool to see them a little bit more lighthearted than the other ones. But it, I'm I'm actually looking forward to part five, and part five is the one that everybody seems to hate on the most. But it's a it's a feature-length version of an old 60s Star Trek TV show where, okay, now we have to go find God in the center of the universe or whatever, and I like it. I, the special effects are hokey, uh, but it's fine. I'm looking forward to yep, it. Yep, I need to rewatch that one, too. Um, okay, so I want to real quick talk about Dawn of the Dead 04 again because it's been a little while since I've seen it, and um, when was the last time you saw that movie? Oh, it's been years. I, I don't even have the Blu-ray. It's still DVD. But I've, I've watched it many okay. times, so it's, you know, in memory. Yeah. It's good. I still like it. But this was the first time that I'm like, eh, it's starting to show its age now. I'm like, it's 16 years. That movie is 16 years old. And it's still great. But one, I, I for some reason, there's this oversaturated filter that is on the Blu-ray and on... I have this on my Voodoo as well. And... I, while I'm glad it's not, it doesn't have like this blue teal tint or whatever to it. It's just the colors are almost blown out too much. I don't like that. But apart from that, the the gore is still great. They, you know, they've got some new metal music in there. Disturbs in there a little bit. But for some reason, I'm like, I would take 28 days and weeks later over this, hands down. I, I still like it. Uh, there's just, I'm like. Damn, it's starting to show its age now. And just with some of the plot points and even some of the CGI towards the end, like with the, uh, them setting off a bomb or whatever outside of their makeshift, makeshift. Oh, yeah. Um, that, even on the DVD, that, that CGI looks dodgy. Yeah. I'm like, eh. And thus far, 28 weeks later is spot on. Other than the technology, that movie looks brand new. I love 28 weeks later. But um, it's still fine to rewatch. But I, it's funny. I was uh, when I was watching. I'm like, when was the last time I watched Dawn 04? I'm like, oh, I showed this to my cousin. Um, no, there it is. There it is. It's pulled out. Go. It's ready to, but ready I, to watch. <laughs> I think I was still living down near neck of the woods. The last time I watched it, and my cousin and his wife were over, and I'm like, oh, let's watch it. I'm like, let me pick it out. I'm gonna pick out a good movie, and we watched that, and I just bad choice. Wait, you watched that with the wives or just Jay- with the cousin? No, just with the cousin, Jason. Oh. Which, no, no good. Yeah, yeah. that's no good. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, but anyway. But I, I will never forget the first time I watched that was with you and a couple other of our buddies at the time. And we it was just like, what? This is awesome. And weren't we pretty skeptical going in? Like, there's no way this will be good. Uh-huh. And it was great. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ugh. So there you go. I okay. probably won't be rewatching that one anytime soon, but it's still good. I'm gonna, uh, well, get it. Come on, Eugene. Get down with the sickness. 
Oh, <laughs> there we go. Uh-huh. Oh, I did. I, I every time I watch, which it's been a long time, but I love the uh, the Rat Pack type or whatever you call it type version of you know when there are when they're kind of up oh, there yes. picking off people zombies. I mean, you know, you're down with the sickness, your mother. You're down with the sickness. You fucking. <laughs> Open up if something Everybody with me. <laughs> yeah. I always thought the end when 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 the end credits are going, and that's a that's one thing that I love about that movie is the end credits. They find a there's a video camera or whatever, so they're shooting footage on the boat that they escape on, and it's intercut with you know, just bad shit happening, and then they finally get to the island. They're like, finally, we're here, and then here come the hordes of zombies, and I'm always like, I wonder, was that Zack Snyder's little homage to Lucio Fulci's zombie? Like, the zombies are on the island, and the I don't, probably not, but oh, I like be. to think that. That's perfectly reasonable. It's one of the greatest, it's widely considered one of the best zombie movies ever made, so... Why not? Yeah. I just think that's kind of cool. I'm like, oh, all of a sudden now we're on this, this tropical island and here come the hordes. <laughs> you motherfucker. Okay, I'm oh, going just... <laughs> to do another round here and then I'm going to kick it back to you if you want to do another round. Because uh, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I've got to lay down soon. I'm starting okay. to get wo- woozy. Uh, okay. So, since we're now housebound, and um, Addie's not with us, she's at her dad's. She, it was her dad's weekend when this all came down, and we're like, you know what? Sorry, you're going to have to be there for two weeks. And she was not impressed with that at all. <laughs> but it was, hey, it's either that or you're going to be trapped in the house here for two weeks. And maybe two weeks after that, you know, it's just not safe. Mm-hmm. So, you're going to be there for two weeks. And so we got the boys, and we're like, what can we show them that's a little more adult? And my wife has been kicking it around for a couple months, I'd say, and I, every time I'm like, I don't know, that might be a bit much. And finally the other day I was like, screw it, let's give it a shot, see what happens. So we sat down and showed the boys Jurassic Park. And uh, for the first half, they were bored. I mean, rolling around the couches and waving the arms and jumping on the dogs and me constantly yelling at them to sit down, be quiet, quit talking. Who's that? Who's the bad guy? What's going on? Why is this? Why are they going? It's just like, just shut up and watch and then you'll know. Uh, But when we get to the Stegosaurus, then they started going, oh, that's cool. Well, I mean, the Brachiosaurus was cool. But then the Stegosaurus, where they're actually touching it, and, you know, that's one great big pile of shit. <laughs> um, they started simmering down a little bit, and you know it comes real quick after that. Uh-huh. It's dinosaur. It's <laughs> the, t- the scene. It's T-Rex paddock time. And suddenly it got real quiet. And uh, <laughs> my youngest son <laughs> wasn't afraid of nothing. Didn't He didn't give a shit. But I don't think he really is conceiving of what's going on. He's just... He just yeah. doesn't give a fuck. Uh, the older one, Holden, though, when that T-Rex arm came on the cable and kind of fingered it a little bit before it snaps, he he was like this. Like, mouth agape, <laughs> and he was looking at us and afraid, and then when it came out and started bumping the car, the kid's car and the kids started screaming, then he started getting worried. He was getting scared. 
like legit, like what's going to happen? What's going on? Is he going to get, and we're like, we just tell him, right. It's okay. The kids will be fine. That none of the kids get hurt. Are the kids going to die? Are they going to die? Mom? Like (laughs) just settle down, buddy. It's okay. And then all of that. uh, And then Grant getting him out of the tree. And then from then on, they were, they were kind of hooked, especially Holden. Uh, then we get to the raptor stuff, and again, he started getting scared. Um, but, the ki- but the kids are going to be okay. The, he's always very concerned about the kids. <laughs> um, and overall, yeah, overall, he liked it. I think they both liked it. They both were like, wow, that was cool. And then we had thought about going to uh, Jurassic Park 2 last night, and my wife was like, I don't want to watch 2 and 3. I just, they're not as good. Let's just watch Jurassic and World. And they're not. Let's just watch Jurassic <laughs> World. I was like, you know what? As I was thinking about it, it's like, there really isn't much of a sequence to any of these things, other than Jurassic World 1 and 2. The hell with it, let's watch Jurassic World. Um, so, we popped that one on last night, and they were like, is this one scarier than Jurassic Park? And I said, no, I think Jurassic Park is the scariest one. But from a kid's perspective, Jurassic World might be scarier than Jurassic Park. It's it's more bombastic. It's more like today's style of filmmaking, less Steven Spielberg yep, subtleness. Um, th- that's why the first one's better, because it has that Spielberg subtleness. This one is uh, more bombastic, and the music swells, and oh, the panic, you know, it, it and uh, loud crash scare, and but it still is a, it's you know, it's one of those movies where I've talked about many times where I I really enjoy it every other time. <laughs> And then the other time I watch it, eh. And then, well, this happened to be, because I was enjoying it with the kids for the first time, this happened to be one of those times where I was like, man, that, that Indominosaurus Rex, that thing is a mean motherfucker, man. I mean, yeah. damn. <laughs> and then we get to the end where you have that climactic moment where he almost has the T-Rex down and here comes Blue. And I just got goosebumps. Oh. I, and I, at that point I was like, this movie fucking rocks. And I, I enjoyed the hell out of it this time, even though it's ridiculous and whatnot. But there's still that, uh, that moment where Blue and the other, uh, raptors, he turned back to Chris Pratt and he takes the headset off of them. And then he's the alpha again. And where I was like, yep, ah, that was awesome. I love that. This is great. That's great. Um, so still, oh, the biggest, we just can't get around it. My wife and I with her in those dumb ass shoes. Oh my God. All throughout the entire movie. Just have... That's why, ready or not, I appreciate that so much. Just take two seconds and put on some damn tennis shoes. Um, because it's so... Mm-hmm. She, oh, she ran through the jungle in those. Okay, sure. And then she's running from the T-Rex with her arms all fl- lady flailing. Like, it just <laughs> looks ridiculous, man. Uh, uh, even if she had at least taken them off, uh, that would have been more believable. But... Whatever it is, what it is, uh, I did really enjoy it this time around, though. So I'm, I'm hoping. To are you, keep them, are you going to watch the second one? I'm hoping to keep them going um, with the kids. Why not? Uh, I would. I kind of want to watch Lost World again. It's been a long time, and same with Part Three. It's been a, so long since I've seen them. I know what to expect, but yeah, you know, for something I can watch with the kids, sure, I'll watch Jurassic Park. Why not? Um, yeah, but what about Jurassic World Part Two? Are you planning on? A re- I know that you did not care for that one. If if they want to watch it, I will. Let's put it that way. I don't. I'm not okay. hard pressed to do it, but if they want to watch it, I will. And who knows? I'm going to have so much time over the next two weeks. Maybe I'll just watch. It. Who knows? Who knows? Not I. Okay, last round for you, and then we can wrap this up. Okay. I will say you're getting a, you're getting a lot of the uh, 
more kid-friendly horror stuff checked off the list. Yeah. Like you and, got Gremlins, Jurassic Park. Well, and I had to think too. I was, I was probably eleven or twelve when I watched Jurassic Park. Right? What year did that come out? Ninety six, ninety three. No, Jurassic. No, Jurassic Park was ninety one or two. I thought. I think that was ninety three. No, you might be right. You might be right. Because I think that was right when I. Actually, you're, no, you are, I know you are right, because I had graduated high school, and that summer is when that thing came out. Yeah, 1993. So, I cannot do math right now. Holy shit. Okay, I was 14. I was 14 when that movie came okay. out. And uh, my first viewing was on the West Coast somewhere, because we were on that long trip out West. And so, we since we had been on the road for weeks... We, I hadn't seen any trailers. I had no idea what this was. And it wasn't like today where you can just pop on and see what's, oh, what's going on. You know, you know what's yeah. coming. And so we just, let's go watch, want to go watch a movie? And of course, I'm like, oh, please, thank God. Yes, movie. Uh, so we went to the theater and, oh, my mom was like, oh, Jurassic Park. And you remember the standee for that was just the gate that said Jurassic Park at the top. Like, uh-huh. I didn't know what it was. What, what, I, at that point, I didn't care. She's like, oh, let's go see it. And we were going to go see it as we were wa- we bought our tickets and we're walking in past that standee. And I was like, what's this about? She goes, oh, it's about dinosaurs. And I go, oh, great, because I have nightmares about dinosaurs. <laughs> but I really like Baby Legend of the Lost, so that's cool. Well, I, it'll be all right. I'll, I'll tough it out. This was not Baby Legend of the Lost at all. This movie scared and even the, 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 the yeah. shit out of me. I spent, when, that, when that goat's leg, it landed on the... Uh, on the top of the car, I, I shit my pants. <laughs> but I loved it. And I that, like I said before, that was one of those movies that I came out of the theater and was like, damn, that sucks that Hollywood's never, ever going to top that movie. <laughs> yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> uh, the thing is, Jurassic Park is still one of the greats. I love Jurassic Park. It still holds up, for the most part. Okay, last round for you and we'll wrap this up. My throat is dying. Okay. Um, I'll talk real quick about this one. Um, uh, what is the best in life? To crush the enemies and see them driven before you and to hear the lamentations of the women. So that's my Amish <laughs> Conan. Conan. Yeah, got it. Yes. Very amish Conan. Uh, Conan the Barbarian. Yet again, a, a lot of these I'm watching because I need escapism. I'm like, what's, I, I want to go to fantasy land yeah like conan take me there and conan led me by hand to his world and i i was happy Ooh. took, took your top uh, I, I off mean, and I, he welcomed you underneath the fur skin and oh yeah i, I kind of was nervous walking into that little hut but he was like no, it's okay the lamentations and then just yeah just oh he's he's just i i We've seen all all of Arnold Schwarzenegger's movies for the most part. Maybe not the last few, but name one Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he looked better than he does in Conan the Barbarian. The guy is huge. Like, is there any that you no, can think of that? I'm, I, you're absolutely right. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. Oh, it's such a great movie. It still holds up so well. And it's so incredibly gory. Like, I, oh. every time I watch it, I'm like, this is such a gory movie especially the gladiator scenes in the beginning when he's just bashing in brains with these weird Uh, uh weapons (laughs) and any chance they can get to have some lady take her top off i mean it just 
Just fur skins are flying through that movie. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, you got a giant snake you need to sacrifice? You got to get them clothes off. Oh, it's time yep, to make take them sweet, off, baby. sweet love. Time to take them off. <laughs> uh-huh. And then every now and then, James Earl Jones with his really, really bangs heavy haircut shows up. Like, it's it's straight across his forehead. Yep. Uh, but he, but even even that then, like, he is so intimidating. Him and those two dudes with him are so, like, those are good bad guys. I love this movie. It While I like Conan the Destroyer for its pulpy cheesiness, this is one of the best, I think this is one of my, one of the best movies ever made. I love it. It's, it still holds up perfect. The music, the effects, everything, the pacing, everything is just spot on on this movie. Um, and you also have blindly following cult worshippers worshipping this, yeah, this mm-hmm. very, 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 um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, this guy's actually way, way smarter than, than the current. Yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to get in. Oh, it's a 10 but, for uh, me. It's a 10. Yeah. And the cover, especially the original cover, that's one thing. I have the Blu-ray and I pulled it out. I'm like, why? Why would it, like, like a Photoshopped type thing. Why wouldn't you go with the original theatrical and VHS cover of this? Where, you know, what's an, she's like, oh, the, the VHS is the only one that I have. I don't have it on blue. I need to get it on blue, but that's, I only have it on VHS. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, it's like that, that Star Wars thing where he's holding the sword, sword up straight. Uh huh. So great. So anyway, if there's anybody out there that has not seen this movie, it, and you are a movie freak, you owe it to yourself to watch Conan the Barbarian. And to a lesser extent, The Destroyer. It's fun, cheesy. It's one of those movies where, uh, and I haven't watched it in a couple years, but that movie, how that did not get a PG-13 rating is beyond me. Unless it came out like right before Temple of Doom and Gremlins certified the PG-13 rating. Because that movie is firmly PG-13, uh, The Destroyer. Especially with the end, with that creature like oof, that creature is... i love that part where he's got to rip the oh, bone yeah. out of its, uh, its forehead yep it's great so anyway there's that conan the barbarian and uh lastly a comedy show that i watched the only reason i'm bringing this up is because of the location that it was shot at bert kersher is that how you pronounce his name kreischer kreischer uh hey bert big boy uh, he filmed the, his stand-up comedy act at, uh, the Cleveland Agora, the newly revamped Cleveland Agora, and it looks great. Um, hit, this stand-up comedy act was gold. I'm not sure if you've seen it yet, but it is hysterical. My biggest complaint about it though, and I'm sure, if you haven't watched it, you're gonna watch it, I'm sure. Um, let me know what you think about the crowd, because either, either the production turned the crowd down like they're they're laughing down um or something's just not like like the jokes all almost all land perfectly but like boy it doesn't seem like people are are just howling with laughter and they don't do many shots of the crowd themselves it's pretty much the cameras are on him which is okay but i like when stand-up comedy acts, they cut away to the crowd just erupting in laughter. It just, I don't know, it, it helps me feel like I'm more kind of a part of that show. And here they didn't do it, and just the fact that the crowd wasn't, they're laughing, but the the jokes that he's landing should be getting way better of a response. Um, 
having said that, it's still great. It was cool that they, they did a stand-up comedy act for Netflix that was at the world-famous Cleveland Agora. I think that's awesome. But uh, I let, he walks out, and within the first 15 seconds, he just rips his shirt off, and big belly hanging out, and it's, it's, he's shirtless the whole movie, or the whole yep. stand-up comedy act. But I've never heard of this guy before until this, and what? I would... Now, I've never heard of this guy. I thought we talked about his previous stand-up before. Oh, dude, I, I listened to his podcast. I'm a big fan of Burt Kreischer. I watched this the day it dropped. Oh, you did? Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't have any comment on the crowd, though. I didn't notice, or I just didn't pay attention. Okay. Uh, but I, I he has podcasts that I listen to, and he's... Uh, oh, yeah, I follow Burt a lot. <laughs> I did not know he's one of my favorite. Okay. Com- yeah, he's one of my favorite comedians. Him, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr. Um, Eric Shafir. I don't really like Eric Shafir. Tom, uh, Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Those guys are all best friends and they all hang out routinely. Really? They're routinely, routinely each of them is on, uh, each other's podcasts. So anytime oh, that's that, awesome. Um, like I subscribe, I subscribe to, um, just said his name. Now I can't remember it. I'm losing it. Gotta lay Bert. down. Not Bert. Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I subscribe to his podcast, but I only download once in a once in a while if it's somebody that I want to hear from or it's one of these guys. And Bert was just on, and that was a three hour podcast. I downloaded. Oh, I haven't listened geez. to it yet. But dude, it's never boring. Even uh, every time that they've got one, and I see it's three hours. It's like here comes three hours of awesome. Um, mm. But you know, right now I'm zero travel time, so I'm not listening to any podcasts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, I follow a lot of the stuff those guys do. Judas, I sound like I'm drunk. I didn't even know that those were, those were all friends. Those guys were all friends. That's cool. I, yep. Every October they do a sober October full of challenges where they all are completely sober for the month. And then they do workout challenges or dance challenges and stuff. And then at the end of the month, they all come in and do Rogan's podcast at the same time. Five, all five of them. And oh, you want to talk awesome. about it? I got to check that out. Epic blowout. You should subscribe to Rogan, but I'm, you don't download every single one because he does. He's up to like thirteen hundred podcasters. He does like two or three a week. Oh my! But he does fight companions, wow. you know, because he's a UFC guy or whatever. Uh, MMA. Yep. Uh, he has interviews with scientists. He has interviews with climatologists. Is that if that if that's how you say it? Climate people, uh, politicians. He did one with Bernie Sanders. Uh, to, he has, just he's all across the board. Um, so it's not just one kind of thing. So a lot of those I just don't download. But, oh, there's Bert. Oh, that'll be a good one. <laughs> or uh, uh, Bill Burr. Oh, yeah, that'll be a good one. <laughs> nice. I had no idea. I'll have to uh, check out his podcast. And I didn't know that these guys were all like a little group that they all know each other and hang out or whatever. Yep. Uh, okay, let's do Coming Soon and wrap up before I puke and die. Right here. Oh, okay. Um, Star Trek five and six. Um, got a movie called Cannibal Apocalypse. Yeah, with John Saxon, and uh, I've seen that several times. And I finally got a Blu-ray release, so yay! Devil Dog is getting a, a rewatch. I got the Blu-ray of that. You remember that was on my that was on a roulette yeah. years ago. Devil Dog, Hound yeah. of Hell, with Richard Crenna. So. It's interesting because I actually watched a little bit of it and the quality is, I'm like, wow. It's weird to watch a movie like that with a Blu-ray transfer versus YouTube. And it makes the movie a lot better, even though the movie is fairly cheesy. 
Oh, Nightmare Cinema. I have that pulled out to watch again. And because you watched Midsummer, I'm kind of itching to watch my director's cut of that again. Um, oh, what else? Um, that's, I mean, for the most part, I've, it just depends on what I'm in the mood for with what's going on now. Oh, uh, actually, with the kids, I got this, uh, this document, this, uh, BBC documentary called The Planets. And over here in the States, it was released with Zachary Quinto's narration. But over in, let me just pull it up here real quick. Uh, over in the UK where it was produced, the narrator, I want to see if you know who this guy is, is, uh, Brian Cox. I mean, he's not uh, British. The non-British Brian Cox? The original Hannibal? No, no, he's, no, this is, this is not him. He's okay. from the UK. Uh, but, uh, he's great. He, he makes this thing. And I'm like, the, I imported the Blu-ray because that's got this, this guy on it. And from what I w- was hearing, his narration is, which they actually, there's a lot of video footage of him walking around and talking. I'm like, so did they just like cut all of his stuff out and refilm it with Zachary Quinto here for the States? Um, cause there's a lot of money that was thrown at this thing. And like, especially his footage is, they're here, there, and everywhere in like popular, popular locations here in the states. I just don't quite understand the logic of take. Like he's British, but he's not like he doesn't have this hard British accent where you can't understand the guy. He's very easy. My my kids are watching this with me. And yeah, but dumb they, Americans want to listen to an American. That's right. Yeah, and Spock, I guess. So there yeah. you go. But my kids love this. This is so good. The first episode was, well, yeah, we're just, at, we're kind of working our way through the solar system, but it's, it's good, like almost school for them, but fun school. And mm-hmm. it, you know, gives mom and dad an hour long break, uh, but it's great. It's, it's so good. Um, I, I wish you could watch it, but I don't have it streaming. And I, the, the only version over here is Zachary Quinto, which I'm the, the biggest thing for me is I'm curious. Did they refilm Zachary Quinto's stuff, like him on camera, or did they just drop all of this guy's stuff and just have Zachary Quinto do a voiceover narration and, and it's like a truncated version of it? Cause I, I don't, I don't know. It's very interesting to me for some reason. That's <laughs> uh, weird. They gotta, they know what it takes to appeal to get their sales to different countries. And that's what they yeah. do. Yeah. But anyway, there you go. That's what's on my plate. Okay. Coming soon for me is Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Finally, I'll get to see it when it's not a rip and skipping. <laughs> oh, no, I did see it in the theater once. That's right. Yeah. And I was drunk. <laughs> I was on vacation. <laughs> um, I got some VHS tapes I want to watch, but every time I go to put something in, I'm like, oh, I got to lay down or, you know, you know, and I can't lay down down here because the kids are bouncing all over the place and the dogs and... <sighs> So I go upstairs and lay down, and then uh, the only thing upstairs is Roku, and like uh, I don't know, fuck it. I guess I'm watching Cops. <laughs> <laughs> are, uh, but are that's you, me. Um, okay, down are you gonna watch that? I know that you had mentioned something about POW, The Escape, or whatever. I'm really because it's I watched it. I'm curious your. Oh, it's top of my stack. Why? Was it good or bad or awful? Or? Yeah, it was good. Oh, no, it was good. I That's one that I, like, come on, Blu-ray, let's go. Oh, well, it's top of my stack up there. I'll, I'll pop it in. 
I had watched a couple other tapes here not long ago, but I haven't got around to reviewing them. Uh, okay, I, I got to wrap up. I'm starting to, my heart is starting to palpitate, and I, I got to go lay down. Uh, it's great. It's great. Ugh. And literally, this episode, I know that you said it for me a couple episodes ago, but literally, I can say now, this episode brought to you by COVID-19. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> Ah, son of a bitch. I knew that uh-huh. making jokes about it would get back to me. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> All right, man. Until next time. All right. Hang in there. Yep. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.